Thanks for being here with us for EESO's podcast series. It's a great pleasure to have Dr. Malgorsata Asmole here with us today to discuss why we need mentoring in oncology. In this episode of the ESO podcast, I will be discussing mentorship and mentors in oncology. My name is Małgorzata Osmola and I am a medical oncologist from Warsaw, Poland. In addition to working in Poland, I have also worked in France and Rwanda and I highly value my international work experience as it has brought a fresh perspective to my career, largely thanks to my mentors. My clinical interests lie in digestive oncology and I am on the verge, hopefully, of completing my PhD on this topic. Apart from that, I run a foundation called Polish Women in Medicine, Polki w Medycynie, which aims to help women fully develop their careers in medicine. I made an episode of ESO podcast in this topic called Women in Medicine and in Oncology. Feel free to listen to it. So why am I discussing mentors and mentorship? Recently, I have come to realize the importance of having people around you, us, who can provide adequate guidance. It is easy to feel lost, especially in the early stages of managing our careers. Let's begin by understanding who exactly a mentor is. A mentor is an experienced individual who offers support, advice and guidance to a less experienced person known as a mentee. Mentors share their knowledge, experience and perspectives to help the mentee grow professionally or academically. My first mentors were friends from the dormitory who were just a year ahead of me. They provided me with an advice on how to study for the exams and recommended scientific associations to join. They were just great support. Subsequently, I found mentors in the chairman of scientific association who tirelessly reviewed abstracts for the conferences and patiently explained areas I needed to work on. It only got better from there. So my tip number one is sometimes a person who is only slightly older than you can become your mentor. After completing medical school in the beautiful city of Krakow, Poland, the Jagiellonian University, I decided to move to Warsaw to start my residency program in medical oncology. Although I enjoyed my workplace, I encountered difficulties in finding a mentor who could guide me in my career in medicine and oncology. Through conversations with my peers, I realized that this was a common problem, particularly among women. Many individuals do not know how to find a mentor or seek guidance and they may feel intimidated to do so. As a result, their skill development may not reach its full potential. Um, that year, my first year of residency, I uh, joined the ESMO Congress where I had attended a meeting for young oncologists that focused on mentoring. I learned that it is possible to seek a mentor outside of your own country, of your own institution, if finding one within your workplace is challenging. Uh, 
Inspired by this, I pursued mentorship outside my country and later I will discuss how mentors have influenced my career. So very important tip number two, you can seek a mentor outside your country. Attending the ASMO Congress motivated me to apply for other international events and I applied for ESO masterclasses. I hope that uh, some of you attended this event, if not, do so because it's really fantastic. At the time, I felt intimidated by knowledge and skills, particularly in comparison to oncologists from Western Europe who had greater access to novel treatment agents. Another person from Poland who was accepted into this, the ESO masterclasses was Mira Puskuloglu, who was my oncology teacher at the university. Mira's passion and energy for oncology inspired me to choose this path. So I can say that she was also my mentor. I hope she agrees. <laughs> During the ESO masterclasses, interactions with peers from other countries like Italy, France, uh, Germany, and guidance from uh, mentors there helped me to overcome my initial, initial intimidation and discover better educational opportunities to improve my skills and provide better care for my patients. Tip number three. Don't feel uh, intimidated if you come from a country with fewer developed oncological possibilities. Always seek for better opportunities for yourself to enhance uh, patient care in your home country. Soon after, I was accepted into a doctoral school and embarked on an internship in Nantes, France. It was during this time I had the privilege of working with an outstanding specialist, Professor Tamara Matyshek-Budnik, from there, she recognized the challenges faced by women pursuing a career oncology, uh, particularly in Poland, and provided me with the guidance that enabled me to achieve my professional goals during this internship, where I worked in a lab for the first time. So you can imagine how hard it was for me. Thanks to Professor Matyszek Budnik, I had the opportunity to publish an article as a result of an international cooperation. Currently, Professor Matyszek-Budnik is my thesis director and her mentorship is paving the way to, for me to obtain my uh, Polish-French PhD soon. So, should mentor be uh, tailor-made? Mentors are designed to stimulate the development of mentees, helping them discover and achieve their goals, develop skills, gain confidence, and navigate challenges. It is important for, for mentors to be from our field as they understand the context of our work and professional lives. I do think that a young mother is better advised by another mother rather than a 50-year-old bachelor solely focused on his career. But of course, it is not a rule. Mentors uh, also serve as role models providing inspiration and motivation for mentees. Professor Tamara Matyszek-Budnik, whom I mentioned earlier, became a mother at a young age while pursuing the career of her dreams. She understood the constraints and commitments that can limit our intentions. She used to tell me, Małgorzata, on peut pas tout faire, which in French means we are not able to do everything. It is impossible to attend five conferences per week, work 10 shifts, write scientific papers simultaneously, be an exceptional partner and a clinician at once. 
sometimes we need to slow down and focus on one thing. So is mentoring just about giving advice? Importantly, mentoring is an interactive process based on trust and commitment from both sides. Mentors strive to build close relationships, actively listen and to understand the needs of their mentees. While it is nice to meet with a mentor on a regular basis and seek their advice, online interactions can uh, also be highly effective. Last year, I participated in a mentoring program organized by ESO and Professor Ramon Andranda de Mello from Brazil and the UK became my mentor. Our online meetings sometimes took place at 11 p.m. due to time zone differences. However, even a 15-minute conversation can help find solutions in difficult situations. Professor de Mello assigned tasks to me, such as conducting a brief studies on clinical topics, which improved my ability to write conference abstract quickly, a task that previously took me weeks. Thanks to his support, I had the opportunities to speak at a conference in Brazil where I presented updates on colorectal cancer. Can I be a mentor? Can you be a mentor? As I mentioned earlier, you can be a mentor for someone who is slightly less experienced, just as my friends from the dormitory became mentors for me. It's about the willingness to help and provide advice to those with less experience. Writing a blog or running an industry Instagram account can also serve as a form of mentoring for people in your field or for your patients. Now, let's explore three ideal traits of mentors. Experience and expertise. A mentor should possess relevant experience and expertise in the fields or area they are mentoring. Their knowledge and understanding provide valuable insight and guidance to their mentees. Second trait is active listening. A good mentor actively listens to their mentees, paying attention to their concerns, goals and challenges. They create a safe and supportive environment where mentees feel comfortable expressing themselves. Third trait, in my opinion, the most important is guidance and feedback. A mentor provides constructive guidance and feedback to help mentees develop their skills and knowledge. They offer advice, suggestions and perspective while allowing mentees to take their own decisions and learn from their experience and helping to avoid the mistakes. It is important to remember that different mentoring relationships may require different approaches and styles, so flexibility is the key. Ultimately, a good mentor should create a supportive and empowering environment that helps mentees grow, learn and reach their full potential. But also the role of a mentee is very important in the whole process. I would like to tell mentees to respect the time of their mentors because usually they are very busy people. So if you are scheduling a meeting, attend this meeting, uh, prepare for this and value the time of your mentor. I hope that this podcast inspired you to become a mentor yourself or a mentee and mentor in the future. 
I wish you good luck in your career in oncology and I hope to see you soon as at some ESO events. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us and don't forget to check out our other eESO podcasts.